This is the Rad Podcast. Rad is both who I am, Rachel A. Dawson, and what I'm here to do. Share what I'm reading, that's the R, an action step, the A, and something to discuss for D. This is episode nine. I took a little break last week from recording and had an extended Sabbath, and I am so glad to be diving back in today with a new episode. started with reading. So today I want to share about the goodness that is local bookstores. I just got a no contact front porch delivery from one of my favorite local shops. It's BBGB for those who are in the Richmond area. And it reminded me yet again of how great local bookstores are. I also recently got a mystery book bag from another local favorite shop, Chop Suey Books, and it was a delight to see which books they selected for me based on the brief info I gave them. If you're curious, I gave them three books I liked. I picked City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert, The Book of Dreams by Nina George, and An American Marriage by Tayari Jones, and they picked three reads for me, The Street by Anne Petrie, The Amateur Marriage by Anne Tyler, and The Elegance of the Hedgehog by Muriel Barbary. I'm really excited to read them. And lastly, as soon as that government check hit my bank account, I placed an order from another Richmond favorite, Fountain Bookstore, grabbing a few books I've had on my TBR list that are light reads for these weird times. I don't usually buy a lot of fiction, so this was a rare treat for me. These shops are awesome and so worth supporting, especially if you're in the Richmond area and can do the local delivery or the pickup options. But even if you're listening from somewhere else, I encourage you to support your local bookstore in this season. And always really, but especially now. My dad and I were talking about this recently, as I've had to remind myself lately that it's not my sole responsibility to save every little shop and business and restaurant I love. And he said this, pick the five or six places you really love and want to see survive and commit to supporting those. I love that. These three shops that I've named are definitely some of mine. Because I think bookstores are an important and beautiful part of our local communities, I highly recommend making one of the places you support in this season, if you can, a local and independently owned bookstore. And even if you aren't in a financial place where you can purchase new books, maybe just share their posts on social media, like what they're doing, comment on things. A little bit of uh, publicity on social media goes a long way and is a huge vote of endorsement in these times. I'll link a few of my favorite bookstores in the show notes, both here in Richmond and ones in other states where I've traveled, and I'd love for you to comment on that post with your favorites so I can check them out too. Now for action. These days of quarantine and self-isolation are strange ones for sure. Even for me, an introverted homebody who loves having less plans and less human interaction, it can be hard to stay motivated and fill the days. I know some of you have the opposite challenge with so much more on your plate with your kids home from school and work and extra people in your space all the time. It is weird for all of us, I think we can admit. I'd like to share an action step with you that's been really helpful for me, making a quarantine bucket list. I am a big list fan all the time. I make yearly bucket lists and monthly goal lists and daily to-do lists. But even if lists aren't your thing, 
maybe in this season it would still help. I created a really easy free download you can print and fill out if you want. I'll link it in the show notes, but honestly, make a list on your phone or a scrap piece of paper or whatever makes sense for you. The things you add to your list don't have to be big and exciting. This obviously isn't the time for bucket list worthy trips or extravagant goals. These can be simple little things that will just help give you little victories in a season where things can feel overwhelming and monotonous. I'll link a few lists of ideas in the show notes you can browse for inspiration and in filling out your lists, but let me share a few of the things on my list that I've actually already accomplished. I made a new dessert peanut butter oat bars that I definitely ate out of the pan for breakfast one day. I watched the Lindsay Lohan version of Parent Trap. It's on Disney+. Plus. I tried swipe painting. Literally, you just put dabs of paint on your paper and use a piece of cardboard to scrape it around, and it looked really cool. I planted my garden. I sent snail mail to some friends. I did sidewalk chalk in my front yard. I did my census. I got to inbox zero. Literally, that felt so good. (laughs) I tried punch needling. It didn't look great, but I did it. I wrote about my experience with EMDR therapy, etc. Hopefully, these ideas inspire you. None of them are lofty or big, but all of them helped me feel a little bit more successful that day. I'd encourage you to think of some ideas of your own and make a bucket list for this season in some way. Give yourself something to focus on and accomplish. I bet it will help. And discussion. I have had several people check in with me this week and ask how this quarantine is treating me and how I'm holding up. My answer is honestly that I'm doing pretty well, and I was finally able to pinpoint why exactly that is. I have settled into a new normal. I found a new routine and new rhythms, and they're working for me. The hardest part of this whole coronavirus for me was the week at the beginning where it all was escalating really quickly and we were still working, but trying to figure out if we were canceling Easter for our church or not, trying to figure out if we should work from home or keep coming into the office. Things were changing hour by hour. We were looking what other people were doing and trying to judge accordingly. It was a chaotic and stressful mess. The adrenaline was high and yeah, it kind of felt exciting and frenetic, but it was overall exhausting for me. Then the first week of working from home felt novel, but kind of strange and uncertain. And then somehow, subtly, it became normal. I'm used to having my meetings on Zoom now. We all know how to mute ourselves now and change our virtual backgrounds. I have a rhythm of reading right now. I've adjusted to having way more dishes and somehow less laundry. It feels like a routine and I feel more settled. You might not, and that's totally okay. I would just encourage you to take a few moments to reflect on how you're doing in this season of social distancing and isolation and working from home or e-learning or whatever it is that your life looks like right now. Make any adjustments that might help you survive or even thrive better. Do you need more structure? Do you need less? Do you need to get outside more? Do you need to take more naps? Maybe wake up earlier or go to sleep earlier? Whatever it is, be willing to look at your life and see what you can shift. We know this won't last forever, but it doesn't really seem to have an end date yet, so I think making it work well for us seems like a worthy endeavor. Well, friends, that's it for this week's episode. I would love to ask you to subscribe to this podcast in whatever app you like. My favorite is Overcast, and it helps make sure you see all future episodes right in the app that you already listen to. 
If you're loving it, would you mind leaving a review? It's a great way to help new friends find the show, and it's awesome to hear your feedback too. I'd be so grateful. Okay, before you go, let me leave you with a benediction of sorts. May your eyes see the good in every day, even if it's subtle, even if it's small. May your heart expand to better love yourself, your neighbor, your family, and your friends. May your mind open to new ideas, new possibilities, and better ways of thinking and living in these days. May you find strength and courage to face the unknown, and may you find flexibility and grace to navigate the waves as they come. You are dearly loved, and I am grateful you are here. If you're looking for me online, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Rachel A. Dawson, and my bookstagram is at All the Rad Reads. For everything else, find me at racheladawson.com. The music and mix for this episode were created by my brother, Drew Dawson. You can find out more about his work and music on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Dawson Music underscore. Thanks for listening and stay rad, friends.